0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the final install of our podcast series here from ISE in Barcelona. I'm Nick Stancliffe. I'm, un- I'm here with our Business Development Manager for Europe, Sven Beckmoose. Sven, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, Nick. Well, thanks. Thanks for
0: having me. Uh, so that's a difficult name, right, Beckmousse? <laughs> it's, uh, it's a bit of a tricky one. Yeah, it's uh, one, uh, one to get your tongue around for sure. Um, no. Could you tell the audience maybe a little bit about uh, your role here at Maverick and what your uh, focus is?
1: Yeah, so I'm the uh, the business development manager for our European collaboration business. Um, we been I stay very close to technology, but also uh, from a platform alliance perspective, um, look at look at you know what's new, what's hot, and how actually this impacts our strategy and our and our go to market in the different countries.
0: Yeah, fantastic. So uh, coming to these sorts of trade shows must be uh, must be real uh, really exciting for you.
1: Very exciting and very tiring, because I had to walk through all the halls to see what's new. Uh, but a very um, a very fun experience to be in this kind of trade shows, because what I'm seeing is there is a lot of people coming to the event again. Um, and, and obviously, um, you know, we were a bit in a, a, bit in a decline, but um, it's a really good time for our industry. And there is a lot of, you know, technology to play around with, a lot of visual things happening. Uh, so yeah, exciting time at ISE
0: as is always. Yeah, no, I, I can I concur with that. It's been a, it's been a fun, uh, slightly tiring week, but um, yeah, lots of uh, interesting technology. And um, wanted to touch on a few kind of thoughts and uh, themes that we've seen at the show uh, this year. Um, I mean, clearly, you know, AI is uh, is the hot topic at the moment, right? Everyone's been talking about it for the last few months. Um, wanted to get kind of your perspective on it from you know, kind of things that we've seen this week and what the vendors are talking about. You know, AI on the edge, you know, is becoming a common theme and the, you know, the clouds, uh, but also what the uh, the hardware manufacturers are doing as well. It'd be good to get your sort of perspective on that. Um, yeah, so
1: AI is everywhere. Um, that That's very clear. Um, I do have a little side note on that. Um, I think AI today is what we called smart two years back and what we've called intelligent seven years back. Um, so... AI is everywhere, but in you know at the same time as you as you rightfully put it, there is AI at the edge, which is obviously the technology we know into meeting room devices like cameras, audio microphone that does the clever bit, filters out noise, uh, you know echo cancellation, noise cancellation. Um, that that has speaker tracking, speaker view. This this is all technology that you know has existed for quite some time now. Um, what I do see from that edge perspective is that a lot of um OEM manufacturers are working on better versions of that AI. You know, how to limit bandwidth issues, for example, to make sure that connectivity into video conferencing is something that's always spot on because you know audio is important, but video is becoming much more important because we are moving in a hybrid world. Um, and at the same time, you know, the big platforms or the big communication collaboration platforms are also building some AI tools. Uh, The interesting bit will be where both of them meet. You know, at one point there might be a crossover and everything will be hosted in the clouds, which will effectively mean an agnostic hardware ecosystem. Yet, if you look at the developments today, there is still a lot of value choosing specific OEMs devices because they can do a bit more clever things than that is possible today. Um, A second topic, and um, I'm seeing this quite a lot in, in, you know, in the larger platforms, and this is you know in the cloud, this is platform-driven AI. It's everything about generative AI. Um, maybe not as you know a, with an immediate impact in our industry today, but definitely something that you know will increase opportunities in the future. Um, you know this this is the Microsoft Copilot. This is you know, the Zoom IQ. This is Webex Assistant. You know these are all collaboration platforms that have an AV ecosystem behind them. Um, if AI becomes part of our day-to-day life and we have an AI experience when we do our work at home, we kind of want to have the same AI experience going back into the offices. And I think there is the interesting bit. We need to support technology that fits those outcomes because we want to make sure that, you know, people get the best experience no matter where they are, which is a big goal in our, you know, AV industry outcome in a way.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's certainly, uh, it's all about driving those end uh, customer experiences, as you say. One point that you um, you touched on there was kind of the evolution of some of the hardware manufacturers and bringing out, uh, you know, new products and, and evolving those. And one thing that, that did strike me was around uh, some of the camera technology uh, that we're seeing. And, um, you know, multi-camera now seems to be a theme that we're seeing emerge. Um, it'd be good to maybe get your thoughts on, on multi-camera technology.
1: Yeah, I think... Um you're right, there are a lot of innovations in, in, in multi-cam. Um, and if you look at it from an AV historical point of view, multi-camera technology is you know quite difficult uh, and, and sits more in the old school AV part of the business. Mm. Um, what I'm seeing is that a lot of the IT, you see uh, hardware vendors that you know have a platform alliance with Microsoft, Zoom, and whoever, um, they are now also looking at multi-cam technology um, I think basically what everybody's trying to solve is you know the, the equitable meeting experience as we can call it that you know one camera in the front of the room probably isn't enough anymore and there are different approaches from you know uh, building center of room cameras which is now an upcoming you know topic and, and definitely something where I see our maverick uh, channel partners need to look into because you know um, the experience is great, but also how you then put maybe multiple cameras into the ceiling in order to capture different reactions from different angles. When you go to a larger signature rooms, how you make sure that, you know, wider rooms that you capture everything and everyone with a right angle and the cleverness behind not shooting somebody's back of the head, but looking at their facial expressions. It's very interesting how this technology is evolving. Um, I'm, I'm going to be agnostic in brands, but I see a lot of evolution uh, into those, you know, uh, UC suppliers or UC hardware suppliers. And I think the platforms are also coming closer to supporting multi-camera streams. So definitely a growing area and, and maybe yet another step closer to fixing the hybrid engagement from room to personal.
0: Yeah, and uh, you, you spoke about center of room cameras there, and we've certainly seen a lot of interest in those. Um, you know, the NEAT Center and Logitech site certainly spring to mind as you know, products that we'll be bringing to market through Maverick. Um, and I guess just to sort of sum up, really, I think the third thing that we've seen um, really kind of as a thread through all of this is, um, you know, the focus around um, the sustainability piece. And there's been some announcements this week from vendors like Logitech um, you know, it's a real big focus for TD Cinex um, as well. Um, you know, we're seeing it more and more now as part of tender responses. Um, and I think that's really sort of coming to the fore. A lot of vendors are really focusing on that. Um, yeah, it'd just be good to get a few words on that. Um, actually, yeah, I think you're referring to the Connect Recycle
1: program from Logitech. Yeah, um, a lot of investment is made into, you know, those carbon neutral goals. A lot of big tech companies are striving to be CO2 neutral um or carbon neutral Um, it's it's an industry trend and it goes from you know recycled materials all the way to taking back old devices having a renew cycle making sure every component in that is recycled sustainability is a big topic with end customers Mm. so i think that need for an oem landscape to also consider that into their product development um, is very important and if you look around the show there are quite some messaging around that sustainability of the hardware. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's it's definitely a big topic that, that collectively uh, <laughs> for the benefit of our planet, we would need
0: to look into, yes. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, well, look, thank you, Sven. Um, really interesting insight as always. Uh, thank you for, for joining us. Um, and that uh, that concludes this week's um, mini series from ISE. Um, it's been great to uh, to bring you some content from the show. Hopefully you've enjoyed uh, the mini series. Uh, we'll be back uh, next quarter in March with the next edition of our Maverick um, podcast. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, so from uh, from myself and the rest of the team here, um, thank you for listening, and uh, we shall be speaking to you very soon.